Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Happy first Fish Fry Friday of the Lenten season. Yes, for those of us Catholics out there, uh, this is the day where no meat is consumed. Um, and we're supposed to be in more of a fasting mode and prayer and introspection. Um, so the first Friday of Lent is upon us all. Um, well, actually, the second Friday of Lent. I, I forgot last Friday was the first Friday. But um, but yeah, second Friday of Lent. Um, it is a Friday fish fry. That means we're going to throw the worst of the week into the fryer or the most insane of the week, I should say, because up front we're doing the best and worst. And of course, you know the drill. We're also going to name a brand new Richard of the Week. That'll come later in the show. But first, folks, do not forget if you're watching on Rumble, you can join the critical thinking community really simply. There's a join button right next to that subscribe button on your Rumble page. And right in the description of this video, there is a link literally on top of the description to join this community. And if you want to subscribe, you can be a subscriber. See the afterthought, because after today's afterthought, which, by the way, Pat, what are we going to be talking about in the afterthought? Well, we're going to be talking about how, well, the majority of Democrats would leave the U.S. if invaded and how Republicans and independents would tend to stay and fight. Allegedly. We'll we'll talk about that. Definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely a good talking point in the afterthought, which you can get exclusively after today, as a subscriber, we're only charging you $2 a month. Yes, we're only asking you for $2. There are only two of us, so $1 a piece for a month. You get this afterthought every single Monday through Friday. And then there's also going to be a monthly book club that we're putting together again. Um, but you can do that, or you could annually subscribe for 
$20. Yes, we're giving you $4 off, two months off of your subscription cost. So for 20 bucks, you get all of our content. I mean, I, I, I don't know how much better of a deal you're going to get from content producers out there. So two, two bucks a month, criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe, criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe, or just click that join button or that uh, link underneath the Rumble video for the show. Now, you can also listen to us via podcast. You know all that wonderful goodness. Uh, no POS this weekend um, because Pat is on hiatus, um, reimagining the show. And um, I, I'm looking forward to that reimagined uh, POS because, my God, did that original POS stink. But, you know, that's hurtful. I can't believe you would say that. Well, POSs usually stink. Well, I mean, I guess that's true. That 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 is that is true. You, you have a point. You have a point. But then, but then here's here's my question: mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. if if the POS thinks, why am I on this show? You, you make me look even better. So. Oh, oh, right, right. Okay. Well, it's called stroking the ego, you, Pat. Whatever you need to tell yourself to sleep better at night. Go, go right ahead. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a lot to get into best and worst of the week up front again so pat oof, do we want to go let's go worst of the week up front okay um and i'm gonna go first this time because the last couple of times you've gone first okay that's fine and, and this video was already played earlier this week on the show but this is definitely my worst of the week I'll tell you what, I will never complain about a destination wedding again. (laughs) Russia has been hit with a series of crippling sanctions, and it looks like there's more to come because the U.S. and its European allies are now discussing banning imports of Russian oil. Take that, Putin. We're not going to buy our gas from a war criminal. We're going to buy it from the good guys, Saudi Arabia. (laughs) But it's going to cost. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay, that stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay. It's important. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. Right now, people all over the world are trying to find uh, inventive ways. That jackassery um, also likely puts him in the Richard of the Week category later on in the show. I'm going to guess that he's one of the nominees. But it is this concept that I am above you, that uh, everybody can just afford to flip the switch tomorrow. And um, more importantly, that uh, we're totally infrastructure-wise ready for this. The elitism, the jackassery that is on display in that type of thinking. And more importantly, that's not funny, right? The first part was funny, right? The, the we're going to buy Russian or we're going to stop buying Russian oil and the Saudi Arabian oil. Okay, that's a funny joke. That's funny. 
The rest of this is just you being a elitist asshole. It's just this. It's the worst of the week for me because he's not alone. This is the quiet part out loud of the elite, right? Right. Well, I mean, it's basically saying, uh, let them eat cake, right? Yeah. Or ice and, cream. And, if you're Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or Joe Biden, actually. <laughs> good point. But, uh, good, good point. <laughs> By the way, what is it with like geriatrics and ice cream? I, I, I don't know. Maybe we should ask. But, uh, what the, is it with uh, geriatric specifically in vanilla ice cream? Good point. Because don't don't they both love vanilla ice cream? Yeah. But anyway, like, oh my, um, um, yeah. we we got a little sidetrack there. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, to your point. Yeah, it is. Let them eat cake, right? We. I'm good. I'm good. My conscience is clean. Is it? Because all of the things that it took to produce that Tesla took oil to produce it, right? You're not as clean on your conscience as you think you are, is my point. And furthermore, Pat, if we wanted to go down this road of clean energy, right, it would take lithium-ion batteries, which don't degrade well. Um, It would take solar power, right? And silicon makes the solar power panels. So as so, my question to all of these elitist a-holes is this. If we were to start to mass consume these types of products, right? And I mean mass consume. It is true that we are seeing an uptick, right? In the consumption and production of um, electric vehicles. But... <coughs> Would we or would we not put more bad things and more emissions and more chemicals and more this and more that into the environment in service of an electric vehicle than would be saved by an electric vehicle? This idea that EVs are the panacea of of wokeism. This idea that um, everything will be solved if we just got off of fossil fuels. You idiots. Fossil fuels are the thing that fuel the electric car. How do I? Again, solar power. The electric. The electricity is produced by coal-fired power plants. It's produced by hydropower plants. It's produced by this kind of power and that kind of power. Except for nuclear, which is the most safe and most environmentally friendly producer of power the world has ever seen. Because here's the reality. Solar power is inefficient. And all of the things that come with the production of solar power um, add up. And on top of it, wind power is completely and totally unreliable. You couldn't even power a house with a wind turbine if you wanted to you couldn't do it it doesn't harness enough consistent power to be able to not have to worry about the lights going in or out this concept that seems to exist on the the socialist left and the elite left that just switching to an ev your conscience is clear no it's not 
It might make you feel good in the moment, but you're just a jackass. Anyway, Pat, your worst of the week. Well, before I get to my worst of the week, I mean, they're also assuming that everyone can just drop 50 plus grand on a new electric car. Right. And and what would their answer to that problem be? Government subsidizing of your purchase, right? Okay, well, then we'll subsidize half of your purchase or whatever, right? You're still asking me to spend a crap ton of money on a new car. Mm-hmm. And not That's everybody not- can afford that. So right, what do you not do? Everyone can there and drop that kind of money. Dumb. So now speaking and, of worst of the week. Mm. All right, I'm Dominic Izzo, and I'm Common Sense Ashley, and we'd love you to join us every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Rants of Izzo. We will be talking about everything from politics to porn. Can you handle it? And your sister's ass. Uh, and what happens if they don't listen to us, Ashley? You're dead to us. That's it. It's plain and simple. That's it. There's You're no, dead to us. No other point for this promo whatsoever. Make sure you join us. You can watch us live. You can comment, call in. Rantsofizzo.com. Rantsofizzo here Monday through Friday. It's 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Every day. Monday through Friday. Don't Nothing miss else. it. That's it. We're done. That's it. Promo cut. Love ya. All right, cool. See ya. I hit that button. There we go. We need a, by the way, we need an intern. (laughs) That's our fine friends. (laughs) Dominic Izzo and Common Sense Ashley, host of The Rants of Izzo. Again, find it on YouTube and and wherever you find your podcasts. And of course, do not forget Defenders Live as well. Uh, That airs at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central Time. Seven o'clock where Pat lives, and six o'clock on the uh, West Coast. Just saying, check out all of our friends. Um, it, it's been amazing the uh, the level of support that we have gotten um, since the the move. So thank you to everybody uh, for that. But uh, Pat, anyway, speaking of worst of the week, uh, your worst of the week. My 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 worst of the week. I'm actually going to uh, get fairly personal with this one. Oh no. Is it Allstate? Is it? Are you in good hands? Well, I don't have Allstate insurance. Oh, okay. Um, are they their friendly uh, neighbors? Mm, that that is still being determined. Oh no. So so yeah. Um, State Farm, you are on my hit list right now. This so okay. You, I, t- I told the story of what happened in my house last week with right. the flood and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Well, last last Friday um, afternoon, um, we had the insurance adjuster come out to our house to assess the situation to see what the insurance was going to ultimately cover. Well, oh, during this, during this process, uh, my water mitigation experts that were here that were drying our floors and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of the things that they had recommend strongly recommended, I should say, um, was that the tile floor in our bathroom where the, the flood happened be removed and replaced. The insurance adjuster comes and he basically approves everything else to be fixed. That was damaged other than that tile floor. 
um, because he felt that they could just dry it. So we we pushed the issue, and mm-hmm. um, he stood his ground and said, "You know, I, I just I just can't see any reason for it." So we gave it until Monday just to say, "I'm like, okay, is this actually drying?" It's not. It, it's drying. It is drying, but very, 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 very slowly. Mind you, the fans that are still hooked up to the bathroom cost five hundred dollars a day. So, <laughs> so, and, 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 and that's going to cost square feet of tile, by the way. And that's going to cost State Farm five hundred dollars a day. Correct. Correct. It, it amazes me, Pat. The the dumbassery that some of these insurance adjusters and some of these people who do appraisals uh, uh-huh. come up with. Like we had this well, experience last year with an appraiser that came in and appraised our house at, at um, the exact same appraisal value of our home when we bought it three years ago. Number one, prices in the marketplace have gone significantly higher. Yeah. Number two, there was a uh, a place in our building that was going for significantly more than anything that had ever sold in our type of unit. And we've made major improvements to the floor and added this and added that, right? What the hell? Now, um, this gets worse, by the way. Oh, $500 a day, Pat, right? This, this, this gets worse. So, so. Let me do a quick math with you. Mm-hmm. That was I'm last Friday, right? Uh huh. Five hundred, a thousand, fifteen. We're at what thirty? So as of Monday, you were at two thousand dollars. Yep. Now I'm on day eleven. Okay. So as of Monday, that was just two thousand dollars. How mm-hmm. much do you think it would have cost to retile that floor for uh, State Farm to pay for it? But three it, grand, 30, maybe. It, it's 30 square feet. Okay, so so to rip so to rip it $10 times 30 $300 plus the labor to do so probably about another $1000 cuz I'm guessing it's not a huge bathroom. Well, 30 square feet is not very big, no. So um, So yeah, so about about $1500, right? I mean, great. They would have to take out the toilet, and they would have to take out the vanity that's in there too, because the tile runs underneath. Okay, both. so then you're getting a new, basically a whole new bathroom, roughly ten grand. They don't necessarily have to replace the toilet and the vanity, but they do have to take them out and put them back in. Okay, so so let's say two grand, right? So that, every that's day that this happens, that's costing State Farm money that they, if they just would have said yes to. Andrew, this still gets worse. What the hell? Yeah, this 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 whole thing gets worse. So Monday comes, and I try to get a hold of my desk adjuster at claims. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I called three times, mm-hmm, left mm-hmm. two messages. Mm-hmm. I did not hear back from them until Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. After I had spoken to my agent, by the way, because I, I went and I pushed the issue with my agent, and my agent is on my side. Okay. And so the desk adjuster comes back to me and she was prepared to talk to me. Like you could t- just tell. So as soon as I pick up the phone, say hello. And she's like, Hey, is this Patrick? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is him. And, um, and she's like, this is so-and-so at state farm. And yep. Just want to let you know that we're not approving the tile. And I'm like, well, here's my conundrum. 
this is what my water mitigation guy is telling me. We're, we're it, like that floor is not dry. It's still not dry. It's not to the to the dry standard. Um, and the concern now is, is that it's going to cause dry rot underneath the floor in the subfloor, mm-hmm. which I'm like to me is a safety issue. Yeah, especially uh, for you. You well, and my wife. My wife's a fall risk. Yeah, that's and true. So, um, Probably more than you. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, well, she's 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 still walking around with like basically two ligaments in one knee that are intact. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, um, so I'm like, this is this is a problem for me, and so <clears throat> I'm like, do you understand my my conundrum here? And she's like, yeah, but but per your policy, we're not covering it. I'm like. No, you need to cover this. And I'm like, so here's here's what's going to end up happening because once they actually do get this right, it's going to take another eight to nine days according to them. Okay. This is from Tuesday, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's about 500 bucks a day. And I said, they're going to make me sign a, a waiver saying that once they're, they pull out that they are no longer liable. I'm like, I'm not signing that document. Are you going to sign that document? And they said, no, because you're not using a preferred vendor. That's collusion. That's illegal. Uh-huh. Um, and so I went and raised all sorts of, I'm like, who, I'm like, I said, well, who can I talk to? Because obviously you're not going to help me. Right. Because she came on specifically with the no answer. Like, like she was always going to say no. Right. So I went to my agent and I, I raised all sorts of holy hell. And my agent totally agreed. So she calls my water mitigation guy, took takes lots of notes, gets all sorts of management involved. Um, then they, they, I told him, like, look, I don't want to talk to this adjuster anymore because, by the way, this is the worst part. That adjuster called me on Monday th- that was here the Friday previous and said, hey, you know, do you want to use one of our preferred vendors to, to get your house repaired? And I said, no, because, frankly, I don't trust them at this point. Um, and he's like, I'm like, so about the time I was like, well, we're not covering the tile as per your policy. Uh, your water mitigation guy says he can just dry it. <laughs> I'm like, that's not what he said because I know because I've talked to him. So he lied to me. Mm-hmm. And then, so fast forward to today, I'm still waiting on an answer today because what ended up happening is that you, that adjuster and my water mitigation guy spoke again. The adjuster just dug his heels in, said he's not going to approve it. But at the same time, we sent over all the notes and everything to show all the readings that they take every single day to my agent and to his manager and to be like, hey, this is a still a problem. It is still not dry. It's not going anywhere. So um, brutal. Yeah, that's man. my worst of the week. Yeah, that, that that's that's brutal. But you know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to brighten your day. I know you're not the <laughs> biggest of uh, baseball fans, but um since we weren't so sure if um, baseball was coming back in terms Which of major league not, baseball or not, mm-hmm. um, college baseball is going on, and uh, and I have this as my best of the week. Okay, no, I, I, I mean, kind of lose it there at that point. But. <laughs> There's the shot in the A, the runner. Did he 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 made it? He slid in successfully, and now he's going to try to take third because nobody's covering third. And Chatnier makes it in there safely as well. And now nobody's covering home. Can he do it? You bet he can. He's slid into all three bases. Second, third, and home. And 
When are you going to see that one, Keith Kessinger? Never. never. You'll never see it so, again, so, folks. So this starts with a pickoff at first, and you teach a runner to the left. You just go first moves, and you don't stop. Then he gets into second, and somehow Elkhorn State ends up with nobody at third. Chatney realizes it, and the catcher tries to beat him to third, so the catcher gets the ball, and look at Mike Clement. He says, by the way, you can, you can go that way, too. <laughs> you, can, you can go home, and there's, there, there's stealing a run. Huh? Oh. Is that not Are you awesome? <laughs> he stole second, third, and home. Not not in consecutive pitches. On the same play. <laughs> that is so amazing. I don't think you'll ever see that again. No, I really don't. I don't think I've ever seen it, period, before this. That I mean that that's first of all impressive base running, and second of all even probably even more impressive like you know forethought to be like oh hey no one's covering third let's just run for third now and then the coach is like oh go home so now not not only that Pat but um now I'm not the most like in tune college baseball fan right I'm not either. But I do know Ole Miss is good, and I do know that historically Elkhorn State is one of the better of the HBCU programs. So this isn't like you know, uh, you know, top of the line SEC baseball program beating up on you know blind it's sisters of Division three poor. Mm-hmm. It was incredible to watch. So top that Pat with your best of the week. Well, since you asked, my best of the week. <laughs> this is all. This is going to show my nerddom, and this is also going to uh, <clears throat> maybe show how pathetic my life has been for the last week with all the stuff I'm dealing with. Um, <clears throat> my my best of the week is going to be the Obi Wan Kenobi trailer finally hit. And obviously, for copyright reasons, we cannot play that. <laughs> Because um, I'm pretty sure we would get a strike for that. Probably, but um, it hit. It's amazing. It looks really, really good. Um, and I'm excited for May 25th because it's... Uh, Here's yeah. the problem. Mm-hmm. It's Disney. Yeah. And at one point in time, Disney was a great American company. And I and I, I I know Disney is dead to you. Disney should be dead to everyone. They are rotten to the core. There, it's not just that they they hold some leftist viewpoints, right? It's not just right. that they whatever. They are rotten to the core. They are in bed like directly in bed with the Chinese Communist Party for the almighty yen or whatever the hell it is over there. Man, or is it the, uh, it's not, it's the uh, remimbi. That's what it is. Man, why are you going to poo-poo on my best of the week? Because if it's Disney, it sucks in more ways Man. than one. And I'll just leave that alone. But seriously, they are, you know, Coca-Cola is like these, 
I, I, if I were to pick the three most iconic American companies of all time, right? Mm-hmm. You would have to likely pick Ford, Disney, and Coca-Cola. Those are probably the three most iconic American companies of all time. Damn, because that's exactly what I would have chosen if I... I, I was thinking about throwing Apple in there, but I think that's too no, recent. No. I think it's too recent. So you got Ford, Coke, and um, and Disney, right? You, you could make the argument maybe for Chevro- like General Motors or Chevrolet. Yeah, but, but Ford came first. So Yeah. Right, right. That's why I'm um, saying like you can make the argument, but mm-hmm. yes. All of them suck as corporations today. All of them. It, it, okay, first of all, is there a corporation at all? Oh yeah. You can think of? Sure. Chick-fil-A. But, but even they've done some woke things here fairly recently. Yeah, but they don't suck. Like they've done some things that you might not like, but that's the, that's life, right? Mm -hmm. But there's still a really at its core, good hearted company. Raising Cane's is a really good company. Um, in and out really good company. Yeah. And that's again. So there are companies out there. But but I mean, honest to God, Disney is the worst. So I can't. As much as I'd love Star Wars, look, you know, even today, right? Even up until the last of the Star Wars, the you know, the the Jedi trilogy, if you will, right? Even to the mm-hmm. last of the the last part of Star Wars, my dad and I have always throughout our entire lives made a point to go watch the movies together. But I can't in good conscience do that anymore. I I just personally, I can't, I can't overcome their, it's not just their wokeness, right? Mm -hmm. It is their total and utter jackassery. Like they have gone, not just woke, but They're antithetical to the values of which Disney was set up on. Like, there's nothing wholesome about Disney anymore. We just had um, the admission of some of the the major players at Pixar, the animation players at Pixar, that they have been trying to sneak in um, pro-LGBT moments for the last 25 years into little kids' directed movies right the toy story movies and and on and on and on 25 years they've been doing it they are literally grooming kids I, I don't know how i can support that anymore that's my issue and i get it right star wars is star wars like i love me some star wars absolutely love me some star wars but i just cannot with disney anymore I, I mean, I, I understand it. I certainly understand it. Anyway, uh, anyway. speaking of which, Pat, uh, do we want to do the beer, not the beer first, or the fryer, or Richard of the Week? Which ones do we want to do here? Uh, why don't we start with the beer, not the beer? All right, we can do that. 
and lay that headline on me one time, maybe two times. All right. Today's headline, Kamala Harris explains. Kamala Harris explains. Is this the B or not the B? And folks, if you haven't yet, um, please go to the uh, funly, uh, com, uh fundraiser for American Pride Roasters and DM and his family. Um, don't go to American Pride Roasters right now just because they, they can't do anything. Um, but please help them get back on their feet. I, I know I had a crappy situation over the last couple of weeks. DM makes my situation look like child's play. Yeah, and um, the good news there is that um, he thinks it'll be about three to five weeks before you can get to the orders that have already been placed uh, mm-hmm. for American Pride Roasters, which is great. Good. And uh, your magic beans tote board. Are you ready, Pat? As of today, right now, mm-hmm. $14,380 have been raised. And what did I say? By the end of Friday, I would love to see us at $15,000 raised for Dave Matthews and his family. I mean, we're getting closer. We are that close, folks. So if you can find time, go to At The Cop and Show, find the profile. It's pinned right to the top. The link to the Fundly. If you've got $10, if you've got $5, if you've got $500 that you can donate, this is one of the most worthy causes I can think of. Somebody who is as selfless as Dave and his family are, and how community orientated they are. This is a really deserving family, and um, it's not just about their home; it's about their livelihoods as well. And so, help them as much as you can. I mean, seriously, we're what six hundred and twenty dollars away from fifteen thousand dollars raised. Let's let's get over that goal today. Right now. <clears throat> and I don't need the headline one more time, Pat, because this is absolutely 100% not the B. And I, we don't need to go into this because, uh, spoiler alert, this also appears in the fryer. Um, are you sure it's not the B? Yes. I'm. Uh, look, whatever it is, either way, we don't need to go into it because it'll feature in the fryer. Well, you did just cost us 50 bucks because this is the Babylon Bee presents Kamala Harris Explains. Speaking of the fryer. Uh-huh. We start with a reminder that just because you have a degree, it does not mean you are smart. If you would then be buying oil from Iran and Venezuela, do you have concern about that? Well, I mean, I think... This is the this is the deal with fossil fuels in general is that it's not an accident that oil rich states tend to be petro authoritarian states and so none of these options are good ones because of our dependency on oil and so while I understand there are short term you know supply issues that need to be addressed it's very alarming that many of the people pushing to increase and skyrocket. Uh, either imports or production, domestic production in the short term, are not talking about what we really need to be doing in terms of uh, rapid investments in solar and, and wind. Okay, thank you. Yes, she really said petrol authoritarian states. By chance, AOC, how many of them subscribe to your beloved socialism? Also, by the way, what makes up most of the parts of your Green New Deal utopia? Oil. 
consumption of which could be reduced if, you know, you allowed nuclear production. But hey, your puppet masters at the DSA won't allow for that. Anywho, where were we? All right. I pledge my heart. Typical gay camp. Of the not so typical gay camp. One camp. One camp. Full of pride. Full of pride. Indivisible. Indivisible. With affirmation and equal rights for all. With affirmation and equal rights for all. Watch your head. Gay camp, anyone? In case you were wondering, that was Mayor Pete Buttigieg's husband bastardizing the Pledge of Allegiance. Yes, I said the Pledge of of allegiance. Nothing to see there, everything is totally gay anyway, right? It wouldn't be the friar without her weekly dose of Kamala Harris showing us her amazing leadership skills, by the way. And I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure, and relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I first. Okay, so this time. Szanowna pani redaktor. Madam, the situation is very complex. This is what I was saying. Yep, that's who we're sending to Europe to handle serious moments and serious wartime negotiations. I, I, I just can't even. I just can't even. Speaking of can't even, I can't even with my own city of Chicago. I, I just can't. First, we go to the news that the fine educators of the city's failing school system are pissed that kids will be allowed to not mask up come March 14th. So much so that they filed a grievance with the state's labor board asking to halt the lifting of that mask mandate in schools until their grievance is heard. When will that happen? Eh, probably about the day after the school year ends, of course. Although there's actually no real word on exactly when this is going to happen. Oh, and don't forget about the irony of the people who went to strike twice in the last three school years talking about violating terms of agreements and contracts. I'm pretty sure y'all got done violating those very principles and terms just a few months ago, fighting for masks in schools for abs, y'all. But hey, keep being afraid of the kids that you claim to care so much about. They just cannot let go of all of that fear and power they've grabbed over the past two years, huh? And finally, we have the conclusion to the Jussie Smollett hate crime hoax case, as he was sentenced on Thursday to 150 days in jail, three years of probation, and just over $130,000 in restitution for the investigative cost into his <clears throat> crime. But he didn't go down to the Cook County Jail without a real fight with his lawyers attempting to use the triple crown of minority statuses to get him free from actual jail time. You guessed it, they played the race card. The he's gay card, and some weird because his mother is allegedly somewhat Jewish, therefore he would be a targeted jail card too. Topping it all off because he took this stuff so very seriously, he showed up over an hour late to his sentencing and was the only person in the courtroom wearing a mask. Thus ends one of America's most insane racial hate crime hoaxes of all time.
Actually, never mind. He still thinks he's innocent of all of these charges. On a scale of Long John Silver's to Cropsies, how delicious was this week's fish fry to you? Yes, Pat, how delicious was this week's fish fry to you? Disgusting. So, Long John Gross. Silver's. Yeah, yeah. Not Cropsies. No. no. Um, considering I also don't eat fish anyway. Fish just makes me sick. Well, that's your own problem. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. But c- can we start with the whole AOC thing? Yeah. Yep. yep, yep. Um, is there anyone dumber in DC politics than AOC? I would submit that the only person that comes close, that comes close, is Kamala Harris. <laughs> um, Ayanna Presley. Um, Ilhan Omar. They're dumber. Rashida Tlaib. They're they're, they're dumber than AOC. I w- I would submit this. AOC is probably the dumbest quote unquote smart person I have ever met. Yeah, okay, that, that 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 that's a fair assessment. Because last time I checked, AOC has an advanced degree in economics. Do you even understand market economics, you dipshit? My my next question is is uh, what is it? What, what does she call it? A petroleum? A petrol. Afford- so petro- this is the thing, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that clicked in my mind when I saw that clip. I was like, "What the hell?" And did you notice she prefaced that with, "Well, of course, these oil rich states are petrol authoritarian." What does that even mean? So, show me a petrol authoritarian state that doesn't have oil. And show me a petrol authoritarian state that doesn't support your socialist BS. I, I, I just, I just can't. Any mm-hmm. other thoughts on the on the fryer this week? Well, uh, I, I want to go next to the uh, Pete Buttigieg's significant other because I don't know what to call him. Um. I mean, they're yeah. legally married, but sure. Well, yeah, but I was trying to be somewhat funny there. But anyway, um, how in the hell do you walk into a classroom? That's not a classroom. That's a that. camp. Oh, it's a camp? Yeah. It looked like it was a classroom. No, so that's like a like a classroom at a at an actual camp in Iowa of all places. So wait, they actually It's called camp- you're not your typical gay camp. You are literally pledging allegiance to the gay camp. This is this is actually a thing. Mhm. This was real. Pete, Look, I who mean, the judges boot Buddy. I I have no words. Uh-huh. Because I mean to me this feels like child abuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um because these are most some of the most innocent at least you would think innocent of of kids. Well, I mean this is for teenagers and it's right. gay affirming. 
just i just i have no words i have no words for this this is absolutely insanity i i, I can't even it, and this is why he he will get a richard of the week nod from me mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. speaking of which it is time to crown a brand new richard of the week All right, Pat, who are the four nominees as Richard of the Week? Uh, well, Pete Buttigieg's husband. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, for, for the reasons we literally just talked about. And saw. Uh-huh. We also have uh, Stephen Colbert for Andrew's Worst. Mm-hmm. My and worst then the we week. also have... Joseph Marionette Biden. Okay. Um, and actually, you know what? No, no. I'm going to go with Jen Psaki. Instead of Joe Biden? Instead of Joe Biden. Okay. So run down the nominees again. So we have Pete Buttigieg's husband, because I don't, I don't know what his name is. Um, we have Stephen Colbert. We have Jen Psaki. And then we, we still have Vladimir Putin in there. All right, so my winner has to be Vladimir Putin. I mean, it, didn't we just say that it's going to be Vladimir Putin until this bullcrap in Ukraine stops? It, and it's not just because he's still, you know, going to war. It's because mm-hmm. he's using thermobaric bombs. Weaponry. Mm-hmm. He's literally incinerating areas of, of Ukraine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very Richard of you. In more ways than one, by the way. How many people needlessly died? Probably thousands at this Mm -hmm. point, if not hundreds of thousands. And, you know, it's really funny to me, too, because I'm seeing a whole lot of people who were from the left anti-war, right? Mm -hmm. And they're seeing the uh, the horrors of war play out in front of them right now, right? The the, th- the right. things that are happening are brutal. It's not fun to sit on the sidelines and watch. But have you noticed how many of them are now? We need to do something. A whole hell of a yeah. lot of them, which is very interesting. Because until crap gets real, you're you're totally okay with exclusion of the United States. From war. But here's the reality. It's because you haven't been exposed to the realities of war. And and most of us will never experience those realities here in the United States of America. Okay. Most of us will not. But for those who take time to talk to those who have experienced those realities of war, you get a basic understanding that this is awful. And so when I see these atrocities happen, I feel terrible for the people that they are happening to. But I still wonder, is it worth exposing ourselves to those horrors of war? Oh, just do a no-fly zone. That means we would be shooting down Russian planes. That's an act of war. Are we ready to do that? Furthermore, I mean, at least in this specific case, are you really ready to go to war with Russia? Of of all countries, it's not just war. It's war with Russia. 
and, and I've talked country. to some foreign policy people too, Pat, by the way, who mm-hmm. think, because a lot of us had thought, well, as soon as the Olympics are done, well, we're almost done with the Paralympics in Beijing. And so once those are done, will we be going to war? And a lot of the foreign policy people that I have spoken to, what they believe is going to happen here is that China is waiting out to see if the United States gets into war with with Russia. And if we do, they're going to attack Taiwan. Because their thought is we don't have the ability to fight a two-front war. Um, I, I'd say that's an accurate assessment. Yeah. Oh, totally. I 100% agree. That from a strategic strategery standpoint, that is the right thing to do if you are China. Wait us, wait us out. And, and that's that's what Putin has been doing for years. Right? He's just been waiting and biding his time. Yeah, it's just, it, it amazes me the amount of people, even on the right now, who, let's go to war. Yeah, I get it. War is terrible, and what's going on in the Ukraine is terrible, but is it our fight? Ask yourself that. What what makes it our fight? Even if atrocities are happening, what actually makes it our fight? Are we seeing concentration camps? Are we seeing these types of things happen? Are we seeing... You can make an argument that the thermobaric bombs that are being uh, put upon Ukraine is against the Geneva Convention, and therefore we could justify it, right? From a humanitarian standpoint. But again, is Europe willing to fight this fight first? I mean, what what have they done to signal that they're going to get involved? If they invade Poland, I think it's all over. Right, if Russia invades Poland, right? But that's neither here nor there. All right, folks. So thank you so much for joining us for our first full week outside of our old home. And do not forget, please subscribe on Rumble. Please subscribe if you're listening via podcast. Pass it on this weekend to a friend, uh, a family member, whomever in discussions you are having. And don't forget to question everything. Use that hashtag. Um, That's kind of our new thing. Question everything. That's what we do here on Critical Thinking. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts for this week. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. And no means no. And let's go, Brandon. And apparently, let's go State Farm. Please be safe. Be smart. Be kind. Have a great weekend. And as always, Matthew 547. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.